Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Imagine a medical treatment based on cutting-edge neuroscience. I bet what came to mind wasn't doing double dares and playing detective with your diary. But these are just what the doctor orders for treating a range of psychological disorders, like anxiety, depression, OCD, PTSD, insomnia, and even more, with this type of psychotherapy called cognitive behavioral therapy. Welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Jade Wu. Every week, I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. Today, we take a behind-the-scenes tour of Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, or CBT for short, to see how and why it works. Recently, I was reminiscing with a grad school friend about our clinical training. We were sharing our most memorable CBT moments. Mine was singing the alphabet song at the top of my lungs with my patient at a busy Boston street corner. Hers was taking a stroll with her patient, who was also walking a banana on a leash. Yes, you heard it right. The patient had a banana on a leash, and he was walking it like a dog. What do these totally bizarre activities have to do with psychotherapy? How is this supposed to help anyone? Well, rest assured, both of these patients made huge improvements in tackling their social anxiety disorder. By the end of treatment, they were finally feeling comfortable in their own skin. Of course, bananas and off-key singing weren't the only ingredients. There's a lot more to CBT. So what is cognitive behavioral therapy? Well, CBT is a type of psychotherapy that uses what we know about the brain and human psychology to teach real-life skills, ones that help us to reduce symptoms of psychological disorders and increase our ability to live fully. Variations of CBT can be used to successfully treat anxiety disorders, overcome the damaging effects of psychological trauma, alleviate depression for young and old people, reduce the struggle with chronic pain, overcome insomnia, and much more. So what is this super powerful treatment? And how does it work? Well, today we take a look behind the scenes to see what CBT is all about. Something this good should not be kept under wraps. As always, we start with assessment. Any good psychotherapy starts with a thorough psychological assessment. 
This can look different from clinic to clinic, but everywhere the goal is to understand a patient's symptoms. When did they start? What's happening now? How have the symptoms changed? The CBT therapist should also ask about other aspects of your life. What is your family like? Where do you come from? How do you identify in terms of gender and sexual orientation? Who are the important people in your life? What medical conditions do you have? Psychological symptoms don't happen in a vacuum, so it's really important to get to know the whole you. For example, let's say your main concern is that you can't stop having bad thoughts. Your parents' parenting style, your religious faith, your health, all of these factors may be important for understanding what's really going on. Of course, assessment doesn't end after the first meeting. It's hard to tell a life story in just one hour. A good therapist will keep asking questions to help clarify and update your understanding of your symptoms. But with CBT, we also want to hit the ground running with some concrete changes to your life. Instead of waiting to accumulate all of the answers before taking action, we start right away with some goal setting and values identifying. This step is really important. CBT isn't about a therapist imposing what he or she thinks is right for you. It's about helping you reach your goals. So whether it's improving your mood and motivation, or decreasing your fear of flying, or coping with trauma nightmares, or becoming more decisive, it's important for you to name what you want to achieve. All right. So let's say we've set some goals. Your therapist is really getting to know you. What comes next is one of my favorite parts of CBT. Psychoeducation. Psychoeducation is simply a therapist teaching you about psychological science concepts that matter for what you're struggling with. For patients with anxiety, we talk about how the brain and body respond to fear. For those with insomnia, we talk about how sleep works. For patients with psychological trauma, we talk about how sometimes the things we do to protect ourselves backfire. And keep our brains and bodies stuck in chronic trauma response. But of course, learning about how psychology works is not enough to make real changes in a person's life. Ultimately, they need to change their behaviors. The mantra that many of my colleagues and I use is: "You may not be able to think your way out of depression, but you can act your way out of it." And that's because the way we act. Directly affects how we feel and think, and when the way you feel and think seem out of control, changing the way you act is your best shot at interrupting a negative cycle and setting you on a positive one. For example, one of the best non-medication tools we have to combat depression is behavioral activation, which is exactly what it sounds like: doing more stuff. The tricky thing with depression is that lack of interest or motivation is one of the main symptoms. So someone in the midst of depression probably doesn't feel like doing much. This is why we take a "fake it till you make it" approach to scheduling pleasant activities. Even if you don't feel like it, you're gonna go for a walk anyway, or call a friend, play the piano, go on a date, bake a cake, whatever gets you moving. And bonus points if the activity is social or gets you outside. 
Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. But now let's look at something a little bit more specific to CBT. So one main thing that many people with anxiety and related disorders struggle with is avoidance. Someone with a fear of dogs might cross the street to avoid a dog. Someone with performance anxiety might turn down an opportunity to play their music to a bigger audience. Someone with intrusive thoughts about contamination might avoid touching door handles. These avoidances are so understandable. Who wants to be close to the things that bring them fear and dread? And yet, the hard truth is that avoidance is what keeps anxiety and other disruptive symptoms around. It teaches our brains again and again that dogs are dangerous, or that we can't handle sweaty palms on stage, or that we have to be completely germ-free to be healthy. This is where exposure therapy can help. Remember the banana walking and the street corner singing? Those were both social anxiety exposures. The idea is that by doing the opposite of avoiding what you fear, you give the brain and body a chance to learn that is probably not as terrifying as you expected. You see that you didn't die of embarrassment from walking your banana, or that your panic attack was way less noticeable to other people than you had imagined. Your body also gets a chance to come down from the fight-or-flight alarm on its own time, which teaches it to not get so riled up next time. If you allow yourself to feel the full force of the panic and fear, say when you get into a locked room, without fighting that fear, the anxiety will come down at some point. The next time it happens, your body will produce less of that panic and the fear will subside more quickly. The more you practice, the less your body will raise that alarm each time until one day, being in a small room, fully locked, doesn't even bother you anymore. This is definitely the least fun part of CBT. I've seen more than a few patients cry during exposures. I'm sorry. But these brave souls stuck it out, and they really surprised themselves 
with what they could do. One 80-something-year-old patient I had started with feeling really distraught even at the thought of being in a closed space. During week three of exposure therapy, his wife locked him in a walk-in closet for a planned two-minute exposure session. And then she took a phone call, she forgot about him, and left him locked in there for 45 minutes. It turned out that he panicked at first, but by about five minutes in, his mind and body started to calm down. And by the time his wife went to let him out, he had been calmly twiddling his thumbs for a long time. So far, we've talked about behavior, the B and CBT. What about the cognitive part? This refers to working with our thoughts. Sometimes people protest that they don't want to lie to themselves or just think positive. That hasn't worked for them before. Don't worry. Cognitive therapy is not about putting on rose-colored glasses and pretending things are great when they're not. Instead, cognitive therapy helps us to become more accurate, more balanced, and more fair in the way we think. We may not even realize it, but often we get stuck in unhelpful ways of thinking for so long that they become automatic. So it's like we've put on fear-colored glasses or self-loathing-shaped goggles, and everywhere we look, what we see confirms our belief that relationships are dangerous or that we don't deserve love. Cognitive restructuring helps us to identify these unhelpful thought patterns and to start dismantling them so we can be free to see things as they are. Not perfect, but probably more complex, more gray, and less dire than they seemed before. During this part of CBT, your therapist will probably ask you to keep track of your unhelpful thoughts. During sessions, you would examine these thoughts together, using your curiosity to explore patterns, figure out where they come from, and maybe try on some new perspectives. It's like carving new trails in a forest. The more your brain practices new ways of thinking, the easier it will be to automatically walk down those better paths and to live in a state of having more balanced and helpful thoughts. All right, so cognitive restructuring, behavioral activation, exposure therapy, and of course, goal setting and psychoeducation, these are the core components of traditional CBT. But in the past couple of decades, psychologists and therapists are more and more interested in some other elements. Now we often incorporate mindfulness, for example, the practice of being in the present moment without judgment. This may involve meditation practice or taking a mindfully accepting stance towards our difficult thoughts and feelings instead of trying to change our minds about them. These approaches are used in acceptance and commitment therapy, or ACT for short, which can be particularly helpful when we're dealing with situations or symptoms that aren't so easy to control, like chronic illness or unavoidable stress. Another well-known development of CBT is dialectical behavior therapy, or DBT for short. This is designed for people who struggle with volatile emotions and self-esteem issues and chronic relationship drama. This therapy teaches skills for regulating your emotions, even during crises. 
It also teaches ways to be interpersonally effective, like how to be assertive and how to not push people away during difficult conversations. I am a huge fan of DBT myself. So now you know what CBT looks like, and maybe some of its variants too, like ACT or DBT. But how would you know if CBT is right for you? Well, there are some psychologists who will tell you strongly that CBT is the only way to go because it's the most evidence-based type of psychological treatment. Now, this is true. It is the most evidence-based psychological treatment, and it does work. I myself was trained at the Mecca of CBT, the Center for Anxiety and Related Disorders at Boston University. The world-class CBT training here showed me that it really does work to alleviate phobias, panic disorder, social anxiety, OCD, PTSD, and a few other related psychological disorders. So if your main goal is to finally take your life back from OCD, or just knock that social anxiety down a couple pegs, enough that you can give a best man toast at your brother's upcoming wedding, or figure out how to not struggle with sleeplessness at night. Well, CBT is probably your best shot. Expect to dedicate a few weeks to a few months of your life to psychology boot camp. If you put in the work, you'll likely come out the other side with a literally rewired brain, and more importantly, a set of lifelong tools for mental health. But psychological disorders are messy. Not everyone's symptoms can be totally cured by CBT. Some do need medications or other types of treatments. Also, people are messy. Not everyone has a well-defined psychological disorder, or if they do, their life may be much more complicated than just having this disorder. Sometimes there's grief in the mix, or an actively toxic relationship, or financial hardship, spiritual indecision physical illness, immigration status uncertainty, or sometimes just a general feeling that even though they have a clean bill of psychological health and a perfect life on paper, life just isn't fulfilling. This is where some elements of good old-fashioned insight-oriented therapy or supportive therapy or combination approaches could help. The good news is that therapy in the real world is rarely black and white. For example, a therapist might start by encouraging you to go for a walk every day, just to give you a mood boost. Then they may want to know a little more about your childhood experiences to gain insight into some possible defense mechanisms. At the same time, they may also gently challenge you to go outside your comfort zone by standing up to your bullying coworker. Here, we've got some behavioral activation, we've got some psychoanalysis, assertiveness training, and a little bit of exposure therapy too. The right combination of ingredients depends on your unique needs. So sometimes the question is more about how to find a good therapist, one that has the expertise to address your concerns and a style that meshes well with your personality. That's why in next week's episode, we will talk about how to find a therapist and how to know whether you found a good match. We'll get real nitty-gritty about all the details, where to look, what questions to ask, and even how much you can expect to pay. So stay tuned. I can't wait to show you this episode.
Meanwhile, I thank you very much again for joining me, and let's continue the conversation on social media. Tell me about your experiences with CBT or other types of psychotherapy. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook. I'm at JadeWooPhD and also at QDTSavvyPsych. We can also keep in touch through the Savvy Psychologist newsletter. We'll deliver psychology tips and news straight to your inbox. Savvy Psychologist is audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg and edited by Karen Hertzberg. And as always, Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and does not substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Thank you so much for joining me, and I'll see you next week for a happier and healthier mind. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.